to this episode of Garden Cast. It's late because procrastination for like the entire hours of 12 and 1 o'clock. So yeah. That's 2 and I'm recording it now. Just like uh, on, in, on, in episode 50. My best tomato plant is still doing well. It's being pushed up against the window. So its leaves are not growing that, you know, healthy, but that's all right. I'll just push something else against the window. Now it's healthy. <coughs> the kale leaves are doing, doing great here. Soon I'll have to plant this outside. This is like the biggest kale plant I have. Indoors. And even if I had to put it outside, it would probably be the like the biggest one to be outside. It's been growing in a very favorable environment outside. I mean, inside. Outside is a crazy environment where maybe one day an animal could come around and destroy all your plants. You would probably want to murder that animal, which is a good idea, um, not a good idea, but, uh, you know, that's one of the first things that happened, because you put all that, your time into it, and an animal just came around and killed that plant, so, makes sense. The kale is doing well. The biggest leaf here is doing great. But when plants are grown inside, you know when you rub your fingers against a tomato plant that's been growing outside? Yeah, that's actually sort of the protective layer that protects, sort of protects the leaves from the sunlight. Sunlight is good, but also you, you kind of need to protect yourself from it. So tomato plants, well this big one that I have in here, it's growing pretty okay. I can see it's still, it's building up some of that sunscreen. Well, not really sunscreen, but you know, like leaf protective stuff that protects the leaf. Because the sun is getting stronger because we're entering the summer months. So, sooner or later, I'll be hardening off all these plants. And I'll be seeing some great success. Because unlike last time, the hardening off episode never came to fruition. Because I'm still extremely inexperienced. And still I need more experience having to grow a, a strawberry. Yeah, I have one strawberry. It's doing well. It's having two strawberries that are... One strawberry that's already ripe, but still on the plant. And another one that is starting to ripen. So I think those might have to be, they might not, they will have to be harvested. So, in this parsley plants that were dying, I ended up drowning them in water. And the water is still there, so I'm going to have to leave it outside permanently. So, so, the parsley will die, I'll take off the parsley. And maybe I'll put some peas in there or whatever. 
because I'm, I'm planning on putting the majority of my tomatoes in the ground. <coughs> Not leaving them to... Yeah, not leaving them to stay in pots and, you know, be limited to it all that potting. Even though that pots are, you know, more controlled than the soil, it's, I'd say it's a good idea for me to put them in the ground because a lot of the pots I'm going to be using to put potatoes in there. But I'm running out of seed potatoes, so that's that. A lot of my Garden Cast episodes just consist of me, you know, talking about plants. Giving some useful information. So one piece of useful information is give your plants nutrients. Like this shaken feed that I have here from Miracle Grow. Shaken feed or any sort of you know nutrients that you can give to your plant is good. Because that means that if your plants get an adequate amount of nutrients and something bad happens to them, you can probably bet that on any nutrient deficiency. So, yeah. So I guess I'll be going into the segment because I feel like talking about Hawk, no, no, I don't think so they're, they're not a hawk moth, but not, not hawk moths. Yeah, hawk moths, hawk moth larvae, or tomato hormones. There's actually another type of, you know, worm that, I, I don't think, I think it's either a butterfly or, or a moth, but it's a white butterfly that comes on to, it's a white butterfly or moth that comes to your kale. And I used to think that it was actually the, the butterflies or those moths that were going onto the kale plant and eating it. No, it was actually eggs that hatched from under the plant and start eating the leaf. Destroying my harvest, will they, will they get a nice good food? So it's really that you just have to spray them off They'll go for bigger leaves, but if the leaves are big and the plant is suffering, of course they'll go into that plant, right? The plant really cannot do anything against it and it's just doing what it's doing, right? Yes. Remove these worms if you can find them and try to destroy, try to take the, the eggs and destroy them. But usually if you find the worm, Either bring it to a tomato hornworm or worms under your kale leaves. Remove them. Because with tomato hornworms, they, if they, if you leave them on, they can just defoliate a lot of your tomatoes. Or if you just have one tomato, they can probably just defoliate the entire thing. And probably even go into your fruits. So, yeah. Also, if you have plants on a windowsill, it's a good idea to rotate them. And so they don't all become 
and so they don't continuously keep leaning over towards the angled window. Because if you rotate them, it forces them to grow the to point the other way, and now prevent them to go leggy, or you know you can use tin foil to reflect it, which is something Project Diaries did. I'll be linking that video in the description. And so do my and also and also my sources for like the tomato hornworm, my the MI gardener, and the kale the the kale worm, which is I'm calling it, I don't think it's its actual name, by the rusty gardener. No. I I, I think it's that's the name I've not seen these channels in a while. But the videos will be linked in the description. And so you can watch them and get that information for yourself as well. Also, let's see this here. Because none of the tomatoes that I have inside are flowering. Actually, all the flowering is happening outside, which is good. And I'm actually getting some good tomatoes outside. I've never dealt with tomato homework, but if you do have it, it's either that you can just pick it off, with, you can either, you know, just pick off the actual worm itself, using your hands or tweezers, or you can, you know, cut the, or you can cut off the leaves that it's on, whatever you feel like. And if you have chickens, just throw the tomato homework with your chickens. They'll go crazy. But if you don't have chickens or anything that is, you know, willing to eat them, you could just absolutely take that tomato homework and just stomp on it or find any other way of destroying it. And also I'm going to just move into the topic of Leaf Miner. Leaf Miner is Hellfire. I'm just going to say that right here. Never dealt with leaf miner. Maybe I have. Because since it's the kill I have, have those little white things in them. I think that's just a part of the, you know, the peas, the peas growing. For me, a lot of, I've never dealt with leaf miner, but with leaf miner, what it does is that instead of the larva growing outside of the plant, outside of the leaf, it will go and eat through the thin layers of the leaf. Those, it will go through the thin layers of the leaf and absolutely cause horrific destruction. Because if you have leaf miner or multiple different things attacking your plant, it might not survive. But leaf miner, you can, you can obviously see that your plant has leaf miner because you have white lines. Like, imagine if someone took a green piece of construction paper and took a white pencil crayon and drew all over the place. Just imagine that. It's horrible. But leaf miner... Ooh. Yeah, that's one thing. With leaf miner, you want to try to With leaf miner, you want to 
remove the infected plant. Not the infected plants, but actually remove the leaf. Take the leaf and try to destroy it. Like you could step on it and rip the leaf up. Or you can burn the leaf. Do not put that in your compost. Actually, just don't put don't put anything that is, you know, has any sort of disease or animal infestation in your compost. Destroy it, not in the compost. But if it's like an old dead leaf that has no disease and you're sure of it, put it in your compost, but it's a little bit of a risk, I'd say. Alright, alright. Let's check my peppers here. My indoor peppers are growing very nicely. Mm. Yeah, I'm growing the majority bell peppers. We don't really eat spicy peppers here, but that's one thing. So actually, in the next segment, I'm going to see if I can, maybe I won't even be able to record this, but next episode, I'll start documenting uh, the progress of this pepper. Actually, not the pepper, this kale plant. I'm going to put it outside for about four hours in a half sun. And see how it does. Hopefully no sunscald happens. Because that's the last thing you want to do. No sunscald. Just a really healthy kale plant. That will give us kale for the entire season. So that's going to be the topic of next episode. Hopefully if I manage to do that or something else comes up. that's really all I have for this episode here. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Garden Cast. It was late, but at least I got it out instead of like last time, where I didn't even post. Usually I don't really post on Fridays or Sundays. Here's one thing. So, see you guys next time.